Alright y'all, so we picking up where we left off. I had this moment, really couldn't handle everything that was going on in my life. Things got real and bluntly put, man, I wanted to kill myself. Like, I had no reason to believe that me being here was going to be a good thing. And I was ready to end it. But I had enough, I guess, common sense and enough to realize that, you know, maybe I wasn't thinking rationally and maybe this wasn't me, you know, giving this thought or whatnot. So um, I decided to call a facility that I had went to previously, I'll say about three years ago. And this facility is... uh, it's actually a very, very nice facility. Um, I'll give you kind of my my real life fear. Because last time I went to this um, facility, I had uh, just separated my wife. Well, we, we hadn't separated yet, but it was right before that. And um, it was a time in my life where like I, it was crazy. Like we had a kid. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I was just really, I was in a bad place. I can't even remember everything because I came out of that situation very well. So like, you know, I've I've been there before. I know kind of the procedure. But the last time that I went there, there was a very, very disturbing thing that happened to me. So the intake nurse, she was a African-American woman. And um, if you've been listening in order, you you can kind of see how, you know, I'm kind of happy at this point. I see somebody who looked like me, you know, trying to help me out through this situation. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm being brutally honest because whenever you go through therapy, whenever you go to a, um, you know, any type of thing for your mental health, the most important thing is that you be honest. If you're honest, then... I guarantee you what you get out of that program will be much more if you, you know, you bullshit and you fake the funk, so to speak. So I'm there and, um, you know, I'm I'm telling her what's going on with me, blah, 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 you know, and um, plainly put, and I have a witness to this, she told me that I needed to man up. So I immediately got up and left. Like, I just, you know, said, all right, whatever. Y'all got my number. Call me if y'all think that y'all have something, but I'm not I'm not staying here. I don't want to come to a place where I was led to believe that it's a safe place and I was told to man up. And some of the things that she said stuck with me. Um, she definitely she said, like, you know, it's people running around chasing demons and imaginary things. We need to pay more close attention to them. Not you when you're just feeling sad. You need to man up. Yeah, nigga, I remember that bullshit. So I went through that, you know. So that was actually my first experience with this same facility. And um, so I had, you know, I had reservations about it. I wasn't sure if this was really what I wanted to do, but I understood that I needed to get help fast. And I knew that they were open 24 hours. So I scheduled that assessment, showed up. And, um, you know, like this... This next part, man, like, 
anybody that that wants to like have insight or or you know going through it and thinking about checking themselves into a mental health facility yo pay attention to this next part so i get there right and i'm in now mind you it's, it's july in cleveland so it's somewhere in the 80s i got on some shorts a t-shirt and some nikes not nothing crazy you know like shit you would wear when it's 90 in cleveland 85 in cleveland whatever so i'm doing my um intake and shit they like well you have uh options they gave me literally every a smorgasbord <laughs> of options i had the option to be inpatient i had a uh, partial hospitalization and uh, for those of you who don't know inpatient is when you stay at the hospital uh, partial hospitalization or php is you spend a good chunk of the day at the hospital and you're allowed to go home um, iop is intensive outpatient therapy and basically that's like you show up for a few days out the week to you know get get some mental work in to learn how to get some copes and deal with some things so um the fact that i was on suicide watch made me uh high risk and so i chose at that point it was kind of a split decision and it was like well what do you pick you know what i'm saying so I made the big boy decision and a lot of people were upset about this later as I found out, but I'll get into that too. So I made the big boy decision to like really just get away. Not like a vacation getaway, but I knew that the house that I was living in was triggering. I knew that my stepdad was triggering. You know, I knew I had a lot of shit going on that was triggering and I needed a mental break. I needed to get away. So I opted to do the inpatient um, program. So uh, they work fast. This is the part that really kind of threw me. Like I jump in, well, I sign the paperwork. They tell me like, you know, write down the numbers of people that you would like to, um, that you know, that you would want to call and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, that's not a big deal. I whip out my phone, get get the numbers and stuff like that. And then like five minutes later, I'm in the back getting searched. Not searched, but you know, they're writing down uh, identifying marks on my tattoos, you know, my height, my weight, all those type of things. They, they couldn't take a picture for me when I took meds. It was wild. Like it happened so fast. And uh, those of you who know me personally know I'm a freeze baby. I'm cold all the time. So as soon as I got back there, like, it's not like they give you a gown or anything. So you, you, your clothes are what you have on. And like, I was so unaware of this. So I was setting my, myself up for failure. It was really, really hard because it was like, all right, um, you know, I, like I said, I'm in a t-shirt and some, some shorts and some, some, some Nikes, just some regular kicks. And, um, excuse me, oh, that coffee came up quick, y'all. But, um, but yeah, so I'm there, man, and it's like the intake, it was a male, the nurse, and he was so cool, like, he was so welcoming, and it scared me how welcoming he was, like, he explained, like, look, man, we gonna get you right, I'm happy that you're here because you're safe, and all this stuff, 
And then, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, this is all happening very quickly, like, over the course of, like, 15 to 20 minutes. And I'm just shook. And so they're doing all this stuff. And and uh, the biggest thing was, like, with my shoes, they took out my shoestrings. And, like, these were my lace-up Nikes. So it's just, like, flopping around and shit. And it was just so crazy. So I get to my room. Uh, they take me to my room. Obviously, I have nothing. They lock up my phone, my keys, you know, my wallet. So all the shit I would I would check when I leave the house. That's all I had. So they locked me up. Well, they locked that stuff up, put it in a, in a safe, and um, I didn't see it until literally the the day I left. So like, mind you, me being me being me, I post on social media like, yeah, I'm going. You know, take care of myself. I'll see y'all when I get out. And so, only people that really knew that I was in was like T, uh, my girl T, my um, my son's mother, and my stepdad. Like, everybody else was kind of in the dark about it. And I didn't really care, because, I mean, like, again, these were, like, the only three people that I felt needed to know where I was at and needed, you know, access to to help me, whether mentally or to bring me shit. Because, again, I'm walking around in some shorts, a fucking T-shirt, and some some Nikes that just fall off my feet now because I ain't got no shoe strings. So, like, I wish I would have known about that. Um, so I'm spreading that to you guys. If you get in that situation, <laughs> make sure that you either come prepared. Um, and they don't tell you, you know what I'm saying, like, how long you're going to be in there. It's really based off what you do. And that's not just for mental health. This is for, like chemical addiction too so like i'm going through it g so it's so fast everything that happens so fast and i'm just like i'm overwhelmed at this point so i go and i ask for some cover because i'm freezing i sit in my room and my roommate is it kind of it fucked with me a little bit because my roommate he was very like out of it like he ended up being a cool dude but like he didn't speak he was always sleeping and he was always at the med cage or the nurses station trying to get meds and like you know it was wild so you know I'm sitting there trying to trying to get myself together and I'm just aware of my surroundings or becoming aware of my surroundings and some of the things that that I noticed and picked up on very quickly was um just some taboo shit, you know, like, again, I, I don't hide this fact, and in the black community, for all of my uh, listeners who aren't people of color, in the black community, we won't talk about mental health, we won't talk about fixing it, we won't talk about it, it's always, oh, he's special, oh, they slow, and we joke about it, so with that being said, and that being the culture that I come from, you can, you know, imagine that when I got there and realized that, you know, I was the only black man there, it was kind of, I don't even want to say unsettling, but it was definitely unsettling. You know, I was in this situation in corporate America. I've been in this situation, you know, as a retail therapist, like shopping and shit. When you are the only one, you are usually targeted. And that really wasn't the case to be completely 100 with y'all it really wasn't like that but when you have that preconceived 
you know, fear in you, you act accordingly. So I was very standoffish. I was very to myself. You know, I did the therapy, cried and went to sleep. You know, I met the doctors, cried and went to sleep. You know, called to talk to my son. You know, informed my stepdad of what was going on. Called T just to get some type of peace. You know, I needed that outside love. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's definitely necessary because you got to feel like, you know, you got to have a reason to get out. And that was... That was probably the best thing I did was pick the people I picked to, to, to call and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, so I immediately called my son's mom to bring me up some clothes. I was like, look, bring me some sweats. Bring me my, my Verb Everywhere flip-flops. Because if you know me personally, you know that's the ticket right there. Probably my favorite uh, propaganda that I wear. Um, so I said, yeah, bring me that stuff. And, um... You know, like, I explained the rules, like, yo. So then, you know, this whole time, man, I'm just sitting there adjusting to this new life that I'm kind of living, um, trying to get right, and y'all, it's wild. I literally was, like, scared to death, you know? And um, it's just a lot of fuckery, man. But the uh, kind of indirect fuckery. So I dive into, you know, the structure. So we had three meals a day. You meet with your doctors, your therapists, usually. Now, mind you, I came in, I got in on a Sunday. So all that was slow motion. Nothing was happening. Um, they have groups throughout the day. You get to go outside, you know, smokers had a smoke break, stuff like that. So this, again, like this new structure and, and really understanding you know, what's going on, and then probably one of the worst things I did initially was, you know, kind of isolate myself. I didn't need to do that. Um, as I, I learned later, found out, you know, this, uh, this program that I chose, I was actually around people who cared about me more than the people on the outside. And I ain't talking about, like, doctors and therapists. I mean, the people that was in there. You know, people have this negative stigma about mental health facilities you know they call it the crazy house and all that other bullshit because that's really what it is man it's really a, a safe place you know I felt safer there than I do in my house today because there were you know things in in position to limit bad things from happening whether to me or whatever so I'm grateful that, you know, I have the presence of mind to make that, to take that jump and, um, and really go that way. So I think that that was, that was definitely, definitely a good look. But, um, yeah, so like, I think it's a good idea to... I guess jump into some of the shit that was happening, some stories, some brief shit, because I, I got to break this up, you know, so, damn, I think one of the, one of the first things I did was, uh, you know, try to tap in, you know, mental health is not for lazy people at all, 
Like, it's not for lazy people at all. You have to actively want to do that. You want to act. You want to have to actively want to feel better. So I was taking every every single worksheet for the day. They had like yoga, meditation, you know, vision boards. And <laughs> I hate vision boards. I'd have made five of them boys since July, but like I hate them boys. But um, yeah, so like I really was trying to organize myself to get really tapped in and really like get the most out of my experience and get the most out of why I'm there, which was to get better. Um, the I think the biggest thing that I had in the beginning was definitely you know can't be lazy with this shit and just the fear of being okay I was scared to get better because I didn't know what that looked like I had been wrestling with these mental health issues and trauma for 30 years man like you know what I'm saying like you don't know what what normal looks like you don't know what this is supposed to be and um you know the first couple days it was a little scary like I didn't have much direction and I kind of had to figure it out myself and luckily like I'm in, not intense but when it comes to like business I'm pretty you know intense about shit so I had to make it feel like a business trip so I was like I said collecting everything I was collecting and doing all that and really like pushing an envelope for me to try to show some initiatives to get noticed and it, it didn't happen that way um and then when I finally, it was about day three, I would say. Uh, about day three, that's when the shifts definitely started changing. Like the things started changing and I really started to uh, blossom. And uh, that day was crazy because uh, a lot of things happened that kind of shaped my experience. Um, but uh, I started talking to people you know trying to not learning their story but being that I, I I had been in groups with them and they had shared a lot of stuff you know you learn so much from just letting other people talk and um it was crazy for me because I, I had to humble myself I had to humble myself because I've always thought of myself to be a step ahead you know what I'm saying really quick witted and shit like that and and I would uh use distortions cognitive distortions like uh catastrophizing so like for example me going to the mental hospital was the end of the world nobody else had issues like I had issues and that's not true you know again it's a distortion but going through those things man it it definitely hearing other people I should say it definitely like humbled me so I had to sit my ass down. But um, so I met with the doctor. We we gonna talk, we're gonna get into day three. So day three, I met with the doctor. They prescribed me some new medications. Um, I'm big medication. A lot of people may not want to hear that. Uh, medication helps you cope, period. It's a band-aid. If you bleed and it helps stop the bleeding. <laughs> you know, you gotta do more work, you gotta, you know, put the neosporin on it and take care of the wound. But if you want to stop bleeding, medication is that. Um, so, again, t- 
talking to the doctor, humble, crying, telling him like why I'm here. You know, I'm, I'm here to get right. I'm trying to get all this stuff together. Blousy, blousy, blousy. And uh, she told me, all right, we're going to start you on. Uh, you're a little slim. <laughs> so we're going to start you on these two medications and a multivitamin. 